0: Hello, my name's Jack Frimston.
1: And I'm Sarah Tabar. So my friend Jack is an ex-indie pop star. His band were once crowned London's best buskers. They toured with Madness, The Beach Boys, George Ezra, and even supported Tom Jones a few times. He's since had about a million different jobs. I've lost track. And he's travelled all around the world, literally cruising... From country to country and i think most of the time it's glasses half full but he can get easily grumpy
0: all right enough for that and my friend sarah is a very happy-go-lucky girl who is working her way through the world of music and radio she has a huge passion for following up-and-coming act and she even worked as an assistant producer for bbc radio six ooh la la check her out you wouldn't say her glass is half full you would say it is brimming full to the top with positivity It's my friend Sarah Tabar.
1: So we consider ourselves to be as happy as Larry most of the time, I think. But we want to know, who is this Larry guy and why is he always so happy?
0: So there seems to be a few theories out there already. So you might have read that Larry was an Australian boxer named Larry Foley in the 1890s, many, many years ago. He won the biggest prize of about $150,000. And a newspaper article in New Zealand had the headlines happy as Larry and guess what that phrase stuck
1: but we want to delve deeper and find out who Larry would be in today's world of Instagram Netflix Love Island and all of that and work out what makes him so happy and why so many of us may compare our happiness to him
0: so join us each week when we'll be having a chat about happiness in many different aspects of our lives in a quest to find out who's Larry and why he's so happy
1: so we're going to start with a simple topic, which is probably Britain's favourite conversation ever, the weather.
0: So me and Sarah discussed whether we thought that Larry would be the kind of guy who would sit in the sunshine, licking a 99.
1: Why do you think it is that the sun makes people happier?
0: There is that, that disorder and it's called, it's. I think it's called like SAD, which is like summer autumn disorder.
1: <laughs> Seasonal affective That's disorder. That's
0: the one. I'm glad that you're here with the uh, Sarah Sabah (laughs) bringing up the science and the facts. (laughs) It does make a difference when you got. well I don't know if it's because you're on holiday and you're sat on the harbour and you might be eating mussels, drinking a little like uh, I was going to say a glass of Lamborghini but you don't drink Lamborghini on holiday do you? I've not drank Lamborghini since I was about 14.
1: I was about to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, they were happier days.
1: <laughs> was that your happiest I think time? so.
0: I think if, if I had to put... Yeah, that's a, if I had to put a label on it, the happiest I've ever been in my life, I've got an empty bottle of Lamborghini by my side, an empty bottle of Frosty Jack cider. Did you ever used to drink that, Frosty Jack cider? No. No. I was sat on the school field passed out it was about seven o'clock and then I'd, I'd sober up by nine and i'd be home
1: at which point during that was was your happiest mm. when you were passed
0: out or when you were sobering up i think just as i was finishing the lambrini that was but but we're not here to talk about my lambrini days we're here to talk about happiness do you think do you think people that live in um people that live in in sunnier countries are happier more often than not Probably.
1: I mean, you lived in Australia for a fair while, didn't you? So, did you notice a difference?
0: Well, Australia is amazing and I was very happy. That was a very happy year of my life. Probably I'd go as far as to say as the ha- no, I don't want to lock it in. It was one of the happiest. There you go. It was one of the happiest years of my life, but it was so hot and obviously in Australia they've not got an ozone layer. I remember one day I was out in Melbourne and it was the hottest day I've ever experienced and everyone was like are you all right and I I get a little bit moody and a little bit fidgety and because it was too hot and the sun was blurring too much I couldn't sit still I was just like I'm I'm not happy I was like I'm gonna go and I went went back
1: yeah there is a limit to it like when it gets a bit too much and you can't really like even if just moving is is unbearable you just have to literally be in like a pool it to be enjoyable
0: and i don't know if that's because it was too hot or if i was just being a bit of a moody git so it's a (laughs) there's there's a fine line sarah do you know what i mean
1: i can imagine
0: but (laughs) see for for me being in the sun like the sunshine is amazing but if it's too like there's no ozone layer but for me when it gets about six seven o'clock i like t-shirt weather you know like when it's sunny it's still warm you can like yeah i was i was in miami um this year and you're walking around and i was just like I can't wear a vest because I'll just I'll just have awful pink burn lines by the end of the day like I'm so fair skinned so I'll just burn and then obviously when you're burning and you've got to, you've got to say excuse me would you mind rubbing some aloe vera into my back then you just like doesn't make you happy does it, it depends well yeah I guess it depends who's rubbing the aloe vera in doesn't it <laughs> It's a, it's a good point it's a good point
1: I absolutely love. I like live for the warm, sunny weather. Like I'm literally, definitely, always at my happiest when it's just scorching hot. I mean, obviously, like I said, there is a limit to it, but you know, more often than not, I will be more than happy if I just have the sun. Like last year at Glastonbury, it was 30 degrees, and I was absolutely loving it. Like there were points when I thought, okay, it's too hot to the point where it's limiting for me, like going to see things. Like, I couldn't be bothered to go to stages that were too far away because it was such a trek in that heat, you couldn't be bothered. But I was still loving it, whereas some of my friends, I think, were loving it a bit less. They were like, no, I'd rather it rained.
0: Yeah, but would you... Would you? But I don't know with festivals, would you rather it rained? Like, there's a little bit of fun when you're jumping around in puddles and then next thing you know, you've got your feeler tracksuit ruined and you can't go anywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know, I would never ever no matter what, I would not wish for rain at a festival. Although someone made the good point that if it rains just before a festival it will stop the ground from going all like dusty.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. When
1: it's when it does get hot. So I wouldn't mind rain before the festival starts. <laughs> or like, you know, maybe day one.
0: Just but... day one and then that's it. That's it. And then maybe yeah, on the on the last day once we've left. I remember seeing your um your Instagram. Uh, when you're at Glastonbury, and I was in, very, very jealous. How how long was it? It's not like a normal festival. Were you there for about a week?
1: Yeah, you've got the option. You can be there. For, well, six days in total. You can be there for. So we got there really early on the Wednesday morning, and then we left on the Monday morning.
0: In terms of your happiness, then, when does it like peak? Is there like, is it just constantly going up to, until the final moment, and then bang, that's it, and then you're kind of on the decline, or how does it, how how did it work for the festival?
1: Overall, like for me, when I look back, I don't know if it's because it was still so recent, um, but I feel like that was definitely one of the happiest weeks like of my life. <laughs> and that was on like no narcotics or anything, but I was just so happy the whole time and I don't know what it is about but it. did
0: you like did you get there from from the second you your tent went up you were like right I'm happy until like the day dot <laughs> or was there like a little dip in the daytime when you were like oh it's too hot like or, or was it like up, going up gradually until you got to the the last act and you're like this is was there like a peak where you were like this is uh, the happiest I'm at or were you just constantly throughout bam 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 I'm happy.
1: I think it, it, I think it does vary and I think it did build up at, like at the beginning obviously you're so excited when you arrive but then there was a massive trek from where we parked our car to get to where we wanted to camp and that was an absolute nightmare and I was not happy at that point it's
0: like it's, it's like it's like when you're when you're settled there it's like right okay happiness yeah. I'm kind of free for the the week and then like once it's over
1: yeah exactly once we were like all set up and and again like it took us a bit of time to kind of get our bearings. Like it's such a huge place that it was slightly overwhelming. But I reckon by like the second day, once we kind of figured out where things were and where to go, where's like good and stuff like that, that's when you know we started to. You
0: kind of grab your bearings.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I maybe the first proper day of the festival, so like the Friday. Yeah, it definitely varies. But I reckon that was probably one of the happiest points of it because you're like...
0: You've been building up to this. Yeah,
1: and the weather was, like, ideal. It wasn't too hot at that point. I think the Saturday was, like, the hottest day. Um, and like you're still really excited and, like, running around and you've still got energy and you're not too tired yet. So, yeah, probably the Friday was a bit of a high point. I think the Friday night... I Stormzy. Saturday, oh, I didn't see Stormzy, which I still Ooh, regret.
0: real big shame. Man like Stormzy. I, went, I know.
1: I went and I went and saw Tame and Parlor instead. Oh,
0: Sarah Tabara.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were definitely they're more my music taste. Like I, thought, I know, but oh, it's Stormzy. Really...
0: Man like Big Michael.
1: I know. I know. I really regret it, but hey ho, what can you do? Uh, <laughs> I still had a good time. I think with
0: like festivals and and anything like that, like something that kind of increases like the the level of happiness is is kind of the excitement and stuff building up to it like if, if I said that you weren't planning to go to Glastonbury and I said here's two tickets to Glastonbury I reckon you'd still have an amazing time but because obviously I bet the group of people you went with you spoke about it constantly you kind of made little plans like you looked at who you wanted to see obviously you crossed out Storms' his name and and you kind of thought do you, do you think like the excitement that leads up to something kind of enhances the happiness
1: definitely definitely because it's the same with like gigs as well i found that when i've when i've planned to go to a gig like way in advance um and you know we have bought book tickets months before and stuff like that and me and like friends are kind of you know looking forward to chatting about it something to look forward to that definitely builds up whereas when you get a ticket like the day before and you're suddenly like oh yeah i might as well go i definitely have noticed that there's slightly less excitement when it's like super last minute kind of thing because i I do that loads. I'm like terrible for it where I'll just decide at the last minute that I'll want to go to a gig or something.
0: It's good. Obviously, you've either got planning or impulse. If I put you on the spot and said, what one do you reckon leads to happiness more? Or they're kind of two different parts. Oh, paths. I don't
1: know because it, yeah, no, it does depend. People say that, you know, a night out that you hadn't planned that just happens kind of, Yeah, on impulse is normally the best kind of thing, which I agree with. Yeah, so I think it just depends.
0: I think as well, if you've got expectations, that's all they are. They're only expectations. If you go into this festival and say, this is going to be the best live music thing I've ever seen, and then you you miss Stormzy and it's not. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Or if you just go, you know what, I'm going to go for a good time, then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed by it
1: yeah yeah definitely like are you just saying that you just need to lower your standards a bit and then you'll always yeah. <laughs> have
0: if you a lower, good time. if you lower your standards you'll always be happy lesson number one Sarah. <laughs> so i i went to um a little festival nothing on glastonbury like compared to glastonbury there was about nine people there it was like two thousand <laughs> max and it was a it was a little festival and it was on a farm and one of the headline was it like- called barn on the farm
1: I actually really want to go to that it looks good
0: it was amazing and it was the 10 year anniversary and Lewis Capaldi was playing and I'd I'd had tickets to see Lewis Capaldi and then I'd ended up going to Australia so I was like this is this is the chance and I got a pineapple and I, I dressed it up in a pair of sunglasses and my friend Aaron he had a sign that said Lewis Ka pineapple. <laughs> very like, good witty as always and we were we were kind of drinking and eating for the whole day and talking to strangers and we it was a beautiful time and then I woke up the next day and it was just the biggest downer it was just like so like someone had just sucked all the fun out of me and I was like oh it's like I was literally as close as I could have been to a 10 and then I was down to like a two or three you've got the the long travel home you're in muddy shorts and it's just like oh this is
1: yeah yeah the day the day after the last day like When you have to go home is definitely quite depressing. I had quite a hilarious experience on on our last day going back. I was the only one who ended up because you know. Have you heard about how you people go up to this point where they watch the sunrise on the last on the Sunday morning?
0: No, but that sounds. That sounds pretty
1: happy. Yeah, no, it's definitely very happy. (laughs) I was so excited for it. I was like, guys, we've got to stay up until 5am so we could go and watch the sunrise. You know, from the, it's called the Stone Circle is where everyone's like goes to watch it. My friend Sean was the one who was driving us back. So she was like, no, I'm gonna, you know, have an early-ish night and which was fair enough. Anyway, throughout the night, we slowly started losing people and I ended up being the only one. to go up to this and I didn't even go to the right place Uh, I went up to the Glastonbury sign because I got lost I couldn't find the stone circle I went up there and yeah it was just me and then my phone died when I got to the top so I couldn't even take a
0: photo
1: so then this like random couple took a photo of me on their phone and then sent it to me
0: that's really that's really sad
1: but I was so happy I was like it didn't I was like do you know what I'm having a great time still and then I got back to where our tent was and it was packed up and they were ready to leave. So I didn't even get to sleep.
0: And you'd skipped all the work as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was quite happy about that. Um, but yeah, I got there and they were like, right, we're going. Cause, uh, and then I ended up sat in the front of the car. Um, and then I felt bad to like sleep whilst Sean had to drive. So I was trying to stay awake bearing in mind i hadn't slept yet i was trying to stay awake and keep her company and literally nodding off during conversation so no, that's quite an experience
0: i, w- I would have be that's when i'm at my happiest when i'm in the front <laughs> of a car asleep honestly don't know what it is about public transport you sit me on a train or a little coach i'm flat out flat Same.
1: out I fall asleep so easily or coaches, especially in trains.
0: I could have been asleep for ten hours already. Woke up, got in a car, straight back to sleep. And yeah, I think it's a bit of a skill. I was gonna. You said something there that interested me that I wanted to touch on. You said obviously your your phone died and you you were a bit gutting. Um, there's so there's such an interesting mm. thing at the moment with obviously like doing things that make you happy, but there has to be some kind of gratification for the Instagram likes, what your views on that?
1: Well, there is some kind of scientific evidence behind it, isn't it? Where, like, when you get a notification, it triggers...
0: Yeah, well, it, oh, it, yeah, it's, it's the serotonin in your brain, and it's it's the feeling of being liked, and that's why they call it likes, because it's this feeling in this generation particularly where it's kind of being liked and, and kind of... Do you know what I mean? It's filling your, your mind with the uh, admiration... Yeah because everyone's kind of in this sense everyone's kind of having their 15 minutes of fame on the old social media every everyone look everyone's doing a podcast these days everyone's going live (laughs) on facebook or instagram i i was working with um a girl recently and i said uh, she was on her phone and she was like i was like oh what are you you doing are you recording a video she was like no I'm, i'm instagram live i was like why <laughs> I I, did, I I couldn't I couldn't get my head around it. It was four people. I was so why why are you why are you going on Instagram live? If there's four people, that's why Zoom's invented. Like you only need forty five minutes. Just do you know what I mean? I was just like, what is this whole? Please look at me. Like I, I get it. Like I was a drama kid growing up, and I I I used to jump on the stage and I'd be like, hi, look at me. But I think as you get older a little bit, like you tend to shy away from it a bit more. It's a bit like what 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 does do you know what i mean that the the, the hmm. photos and surely if if you're happy in a moment then it doesn't matter that that moment's for you rather than
1: yeah yeah no i totally agree um and i've noticed myself like oh back when snapchat was more of a thing i would endlessly be snapchatting everything
0: i remember and
1: the...
0: <laughs> <laughs> i remember you have a one hour snapchat from sarah to about oh she went out last night right cool
1: yeah that... oh god yeah <laughs> uh, exactly but I noticed like over the last maybe year or two I was generally kind of taking photos a lot less and filming stuff a lot less and just kind of enjoying it for myself a bit more so maybe you're right maybe it's an old thing
0: <laughs> oh, okay right pushing at that already uh, <laughs> no, I, I I, do I do feel like taking photos for memories and stuff like it is amazing but I, do, I also do think that if you look at it like there is a sense of Sometimes, when you look back on a moment like that moment of Glastonbury in like when watching the sunrise, that'll be you'll look back and you won't see a picture or anything, but you'll remember a feeling that you had, and kind of that, yeah, do you know what I mean? And that'll be the kind of the happiness rather than the because I, I sometimes I remember being out with loads of people like around Australia or stuff like that, and we'd be doing amazing things, or you you go to amazing places, and everyone's going oh let's take a photo of it and it's like I, I love i love it but not everything is about capturing that moment because if you, i think if you spend too long trying to capture the happiness in a particular moment then you can kind of run away from it does that make sense
1: totally agree um because it does it d- distracts you a bit and it kind of changes the point of what you're doing a bit because yeah you're like okay well i've seen this i don't need to have a photo of like like you said when people want to take photos in front of every single thing, it's like, it's not totally necessary. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You've got the memories. Um, But it is nice, like, looking back at photos of stuff. Oh, I agree. Like, like all the stuff that you've, you know, went and saw in Australia, if you didn't have any photos of it... it you know, and you just want to kind of look back and remember that time at one point, then...
0: You are right. And I and I got a photo in front of the Opera House when I when I was, when I'd been in Australia for, say, two or three months. But I remember seeing the Opera House for the first time. I, I'd just done the, the 24-hour flight. I was jet-lagged. I had uh, a couple of hours before I could get in the hotel. So I just jumped on a, a train and I went down to the Opera House. I remember coming out of the of the train seeing the opera house and harbor bridge and i think i it was a a mixture of jet lag and just tiredness and everything and i just started crying and it but it was it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't sad tears i was just like so overwhelmed i i could have easily said can you take a photo but i did, i really wasn't bothered at that point i didn't want to say take a photo of me at the the opera house because i i wasn't like i didn't need to show say Look, I'm here. I was like, I'm going to, there's going to be opportunities to have a photo. But I was like, right now in this moment, it's about now. And I I kind of look back at that. And I don't remember the, the two minute awkward conversation with some tourists that might not speak English saying, excuse me, can you, can you get a photo of me in front of this? And yeah do you know what I mean yeah, and I just traveled for 24 hours so my hair was a right mess maybe, <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> the case quite looking well. yeah, that was
1: definitely exactly. it really deep down
0: you've sussed me out but I do, I do think there's something about just kind of having that moment for yourself and kind of that kind of riding it out
1: I had a question when you talk about the festivals and stuff what do you think it is that makes that makes you feel so happy at a festival which aspect is it
0: it's probably the ecstasy no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I know I know that you're a, a very well behaved person who doesn't <laughs> touch architecture. <an appetite. laughs> the phenomenon of shared energy at festivals is attributed to what French sociologist Emile Durkheim calls collective effervescence. It's basically what happens when a group of people get involved in something that allows them to communicate the same thought simultaneously while participating in the same action. Ooh la la.
1: So, do you think you'll find Larry crowd surfing with a bucket hat on, or with the glitter all over his face? Is he a festival goer?
0: In all honesty, I think it's it's a mixture of there's something about festivals where it's it's a gathering of like minded people. So all of a sudden, you feel like you're part of a community. I guess yeah. Like you're, and you're there with music lovers. So it's all all people, even if you're in a tent next to a a big Stormzy fan and you're obviously not a Stormzy fan. (laughs) But um, I think you've got that. I think you've got the music and obviously music is something that increases happiness so much. And and just being kind of... I feel like when you're at a festival, there's no no one staring at you. Like no one Mm. sat there thinking, oh, I wonder what she's doing. Oh, is she wearing... Oh, is she dancing? Is she... Do you know what I mean? You're free to kind of... Do whatever you want. It's it's like a giant party of strangers, but like it's like taking people that you know that you might get on with because it, do you know what I mean? It's not like it's a, a wood making course and you're like, oh, I don't have anything <laughs> in common with these people. At least, at least there you can say, I can at least talk to someone and say, oh, did you see this person? Did you see, do you know what I mean?
1: Do you think it's more that then than the actual music?
0: I think that the music is probably the cherry on top and i know this from going to kind of other places i feel like you could go to a festival where you don't know the band and you don't know the songs and you could still have a brilliant time so i do think it's the icing on the cake because obviously it's people that you want to know and you can sing along but i've i remember going to like um a festival in suffolk once and it was like this um they're like a motelny ska band never heard of them and I, I might have known two or three of the covers they did, but I had one of the best times because it was just everyone there was there for a good time. Everyone was dancing. Everyone was like singing along yeah. and like jumping. It just creates that community kind of feel. And it's, it is, it's like whether there's a, like, I don't know, back in my hometown, they do like a, a thing, like a club day where everyone from the town gets together. Now you don't know everyone, but it's just like-minded people celebrating something that you're a, a fan of.
1: I almost feel like, it's better when you don't know most of the bands that are playing cuz there's less of that pressure to go and like make sure you don't miss people
0: absolutely like, that's
1: that's what i i always find like is the is the only thing that might kind of put some kind of stress on me at a festival cuz i'm there yeah. like oh god oh god I can't miss this band though and then oh my god I've missed Stormzy like everyone's like oh my god Stormzy's amazing <laughs> but actually
0: not everyone just me
1: <laughs> no I think everyone has had the same response
0: <laughs> yeah I, d- I agree and I think it's a, it's not just at a festival I think that it is something that in life as well we have too many choices and too many options it it would, gi- it would give me a panic attack it's like oh this, <laughs> this this festival I went to there was three stages okay and only, and only two were ever playing at the same time. So you'd be at one and you'd go, am I happy here? Am I enjoying this? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to stay. Am I happy? Yeah, it's all right. Do you want to go and check the other one out? Yeah. Am I happier here? No, let's go back. Do you know what I mean? you you flip. And there were so many up-and-coming musicians, so I, I hardly... I knew a couple on the bill, but you'd be sat chilling out and then you'd hear a bit of a, a jam and you'd be like, let's go dance. And then we'd, we'd go off and dance and it was... Do you know what I mean? It's kind of the spontaneity. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't know if we were gonna like the music yeah, exactly. or if it was gonna be good.
1: Yeah, that definitely adds like a bit more, like another element of excitement. That spontaneity of it and not knowing who you might discover next or like you know happen yeah. to come across and might be the next i don't know lewis capaldi
0: <laughs> yeah but and it's, i think it's like the converse like uh, some of my some of the funniest moments are, and i bet for you at Glastonbury is like when you spoke to that couple it's just the interacting with strangers and we don't do it en- enough and especially in london like I've, i lived there for so many years people just don't talk to each other it's it's yeah. crazy
1: it sounds really weird but i absolutely love talking to random people
0: no, it's amazing. And my friends
1: like my friends know me for it as well and they always kind of take the piss cause it's, especially if you know if we're out on a night out or something and I'm just notorious for wandering off and just talking to random people. I just find it so fun and like interesting <laughs> especially at something like a festival when you know that you'd all kind of have something relatively in common um and in that kind of environment everyone is mostly up for kind of chatting to each other anyway and it's, no one's gonna be like who are you fun. you're weird yeah exactly like if you started talking to someone on the tube
0: i've spent so many nights with just random <laughs> wait i'm gonna word that differently i've uh... <laughs> some of my best nights have been conversing with um wait. so so i went to kavos on a, a lad's holiday when I was 21 that's right? that's 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 we, we all went out to uh Kavos, with me and all my uh, my high school friends and like I just walk off because because it was a a big strip of like young <laughs> like young people partying you could go out and you could just talk to whoever you wanted right so I'd be on the strip and I just I just start talking to people and I got chatting to these three girls I was like I've lost I've lost all my friends like and so, and, and she was going oh well, <laughs> stick with us we can have a good night and uh, we'll help you find your friends. Stuck with them for the whole night. Fra- found my friends later Where's this on. going? <laughs> well, well, so stuck with them for the whole night. Bumped into my friends. One of my friends started talking to one of the other girls. There was a little bit of chemistry. A couple of days later, they met again. There was a little bit of chemistry blooming. And this time last year, I went to their wedding.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And, it, and it's just from... <sighs> random conversation you don't know who you're gonna meet you don't know what stories you're gonna hear you don't know do you know what i mean like unless you put yourself out there i feel like it does open your horizons so much uh so we'll round off today sarah tabar at the end of this conversation how happy are you feeling
1: i'd i'd give it a solid eight and a half i think
0: okay that's good because we've been
1: like reflecting on happy moments yeah so it kind of cheers you up
0: it does doesn't it and talking to somebody And just actually interacting with a human being definitely brings out a little level of happiness. Thank you for listening today, guys. My name's Jack Frimston.
1: My name's Sarah Tabar.
0: And in the next episode, we want to find out
1: whether Larry has the travel bug.
0: We'll see you there.